Why you, why you stop talking? Because we're recording. That's what we were talking about football, so you might as well kept talking. Oh, my bad. So I'll tell you my story about CSU. I went to CSU. I made the team. Um, for the first year, I was a walk-on at CSU. Walk-on receiver at yeah. 186 pounds, right? Yeah. Um, my my time was slower than high school because in high school, I've ran the 4-1. I've, I murked out at usually a 4-3. My time was like 4-6 as a receiver, but I was like, eh. I could work it back in. I was like 21 when yeah. I did school. So it was like four, six, but I was like, yeah, I could work it back down. But football speed is different on the field once you're playing anyway. Yeah. Anyway, so at 186, I was bigger than some linemen. I was like, yeah, this ain't, this at ain't CSU? it. At CSU? At CSU. This is like the, the, 2004. Were they just, um, did they just create teams like that? They got. I don't know. So... I didn't know the history of that team. So, basically, I came down on the Navy. I came down out the Navy. I, um, my homeboy was going to COC. My boy. And I was like, let me do the I, – I went to CSU just to get a degree. Yeah. Because I wanted to be in school. I always – I like academics, which is the reason why I'm 37 years old, about to start my doctor's degree. <laughs> you know, I like to learn. I just hated school. Yeah, I just like academics. I like to be in a place – institutionalized with a whole bunch of different people learning. My thing was, like, I'll be in, in class. I'll be reading a book, but I'll be reading, like, if we on Chapter 3, I'm reading Chapter 17 because fuck that teacher. Yeah, when I was in um, all grades up to uh, 12th grade, yeah, I would start off within the first week of school. I've been unread the whole textbook. See, that's... Dope, actually. My thing is, I was blessed with a good memory. <laughs> so, like, tests, like, like early on spelling tests, mm-hmm. I used to kill that shit, like, the practice test on Thursday, because if you pass the practice test with 100, you had to take the spelling test. Right. So I used to kill that shit, because I just remembered what we were studying, mm-hmm. you know, repetition and all that. So Friday, man, I was sitting there maxing out while everybody fretting over that test. Chilling out, matching, relaxing, all cool, no. Shooting some b-ball outside of the pool with a couple of guys. They were up to no good. Started making trouble in my neighborhood. What the I fuck? got a one little fight and my mom got scared. She's like, moving with your auntie and uncle to Bel Air. What's up with his mama? Because, like, I got the feeling that Fresh Prince was hood. Whose mama just sent him half, uh, well, not halfway, across the entire country to avoid a fight? I mean, that's the early 90s, man. Um, some, you have those. Are they called helicopter moms? Helicopter moms are the ones helicopter that... Helicopter parents. Helicopter parents are helicopter moms are the ones that your children stay in, in reach and in eyesight at all times? Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you have those, and once they figure they can't help you out then, they send you up. My mom was one of them. My mom was just like Will Smith's mom in Philly. But Will Smith was like, what, 15? My I'm mom a- was just like Will Smith's mom. I mean, the actor was clearly 23, but... So I could see it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's on that. But so when I was growing up, I thought people did that all the time. Yeah, I I thought they was just people that he was lucky enough to have an uncle in a rich place, and yeah. I, I thought people did that shit all the time. It's crazy. It was normal. My thing is, I, I think the weirdest thing about not weirdest thing, I think the most unrealistic thing about that was the fact that Uncle Phil wasn't a blood relative. You know what I'm saying? Because I. Mm-hmm. You take you just take a whole grown ass man in your house. That's I don't what, know. 
Who's the blood relative? On Viv. On Viv was his actual yeah. blood on, yeah. And then she went through reverse vitiligo <laughs> <laughs> in season two. Good morning, evening, or afternoon. You're listening to Discussions or Freestyle Friday. Either way, it's on the Distraction Network. I am the main host for now, Holiday. And I am. I have Prince with me. We're going to discuss Colin Kaepernick and the NFL. Now, understanding that this happened last weekend. It had. It is Friday when this is going to be coming out. And we had to let it digest. Everyone jumps to conclusions in the beginning. But here at Distraction Network, we like things to digest, think about it clearly, and then have a discussion about it. Because that's what we're about, discussions. Yeah, it's just, you know, a healthy exchange of ideas. That's what makes this country great, right? And saying fuck you every once in a while, but still, that's what makes this country great. Yeah. So, you want to start off with the facts? Or with what happened? Let's let's tell the listeners what happened. Okay, so timeline of events. Uh, earlier last week, the NFL announced that they're going to hold a special workout for uh, Colin Kaepernick. It's like Tuesday when it came Monday or Tuesday when it came out. Right. Uh, this is unorthodox because the typical day off uh, for players in a in a week for in in NFL is Tuesday. It's Tuesday. Now that's the day off for the players, but that's for peripheral work for the organization. So like if let's say for example, uh quarterback X goes down, team needs to pick somebody up, they bring you in on Tuesday to work out to get yeah. a good look at you. So in the NFL, almost all workouts are done on a Tuesday. And that's for better scheduling since it's the day off. It's the scheduled day off for all teams. Tuesday and Wednesday days off. Right. So that was unorthodox. But the entire situation was unorthodox because the NFL as an entity, not the, which is separate from each individual team, it's the overarching, um, what do you want to say, organization. It's, the over, it's a league, basically. The league has never done that for a player. This is all usually done at the behest of the team because, you know, it's your team, your responsibility to build your team. And the NFL... Yeah, that's correct. Right. So th- that was a little unusual. Uh, so the issue is, with it being Saturday, that's, that was actually extremely short notice. One, it was short notice. Two, you know there's no one important for any team that's going to be there because it is on a Saturday, the day before... The game day, which is right. Sunday. So everybody's prepping for game day, and they want to hold a workout. Right. So, I mean, think about it. Like, Saturday, game is Sunday. Uh, Saturday, that means scouting, coaching. Everyone that – just about everyone that, is, that isn't going to be walking around on a field is not there. So there's no one that come, that's going to be able to make a decision on spot that's going to be there. There are going to be people that are there that's going to have to take the information that they learn to someone who's going to also have to take it to someone <laughs> in order to make a decision. Yeah. So the whole shit was just weird from that from that begin that, that aspect. Right. Um, now, that's pretty much uh, the chain of events as far as with NFL side. Colin Kaepernick's side, 
they uh, they initially decide to accept the workout, you know, because apparently, whatever reason they accepted it, they accepted it. Up front, they accepted it. Right. Now, apparently, uh, unbeknownst to us, but beknownst to Colin Kaepernick, I always wanted to say that. Um, <laughs> uh, that's from Spaceballs, does anybody remember that? Um, there are some things um, that were a little bit more iffy than we thought that, of course, we wouldn't know. Um, and a few hours before the workout was supposed to happen, it was canceled. As a quarterback, he called an audible. <laughs> so that's where things start getting officiated. So in the pa- on the paperwork side of things, um, once they decided, once Colin Kaepernick said that he was going to do the workout, they sent them over the paperwork. So the paperwork came with a, uh, what was the first thing? Uh, it was waivers. Yeah, it was a waiver. Now waivers aren't usually aren't unusual because uh, you know it's a, it's a it's still sports, still athletic. You can still you know pull something, tear something through a workout. So it's usually the team protects itself from that. That's how John Starks actually got in the league of the NBA. Why? Huh? Because he never signed a waiver, mm-hmm. and he went to try to dunk on. He was getting cut, so <laughs> he knew he was getting cut. Yeah, and he tried to dunk on Patrick Union. And got injured, so they had to leave him, put him on the team. Question is, who in the who in the NBA hasn't dunked on Patrick? No, 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 no. I'm not gonna do that. I'm sorry, he, it's Patrick. He um, Scotty Pippen. But dunked that's on his that's ass, the though. old uh, NBA where people, people got dunked on. You know, what I'm, I'm joking. Not everybody dunked on Scotty <laughs> um, Patrick Ewing. Only Scotty Pippen dunked on Patrick Ewing. <laughs> Scotty Pippen did the nastiest dunk on Patrick Ewing. Like why? Yeah, why the fuck would you do that to somebody? John Starks got in the NBA. He never said he didn't sign a waiver. He went out and practiced. He tried to dunk on Patrick Union. Patrick Union blocked the shot so hard he injured on um, John Starks. And John Starks had to be put on the team until he was healthy again. By the time he got healthy, I guess they needed and him. By the time they got healthy, he needed to be on the team. They saw he was good. Okay. So, see, now that there is – that's what makes the, the, the waiver in a normal sense understandable. Right. Right? Now, the problem being – Part of the waiver that the NFL wanted Colin Kaepernick to sign was for Colin Kaepernick to not be able to sue them for not him not being signed. Right. They actually put somewhere in there that he won the um, negotiation, <laughs> whatever the the lawsuit. Right. Um, it was settled out of court, so yeah. he couldn't sue them. So uh, now I'm glad you said. I'm that. not gonna get too deep into it because I didn't read. Everything that was published out, but I can say that a bunch of lawyers um, right. that was that read it came out on Kaepernick's side that said they would not have made their client sign that waiver because it would be malpractice. I'm glad you and I'm glad you said waiver. one too because that's actually pretty key here. Um, and why on if the play devil's advocate assumed that I'm in the NFL, I see why they would try that. Right. All right. I see why they would try that because, like you said. He didn't, from a legal standpoint, he didn't really win the case. They settled out of court. Right. Right? But if you're the NFL going against Colin Kaepernick, anything other than soundly defeating this guy is a loss. Right? Right. Perce- so uh, as far as perception is concerned. Everybody got to themselves when you right. don't trust each other. Right. It's and just like getting into a marriage. And that's, yeah, and that's the when problem you, here. you got things to lose. It's time to get a prenup, whether you love the person or not. Yeah. You need a prenup. And that's the problem here. The NFL and Colin Kaepernick just don't trust each other. They needed a prenup, no. Yeah. Now, the NFL, for me, where they fucked up at is apparently 
they weren't transparent with. And that's the whole issue with this. There's no transparency in anything they tried to do. Basically, they apparently, allegedly, they tried <laughs> to sneak that part in on Colin Kaepernick, and he caught it in time. Right. And when he asked them to take it out, um, <laughs> they <Nope. laughs> they wouldn't have. They wouldn't. <laughs> and that's when he called that audible. And rightly so. He should have done that. Yeah, so this is where I'm a little bit. So they have the right to do it. It's their yeah. workout, right? This is where I start getting a little iffy on it. Okay, so they did not let him record. They didn't want him to record in the practice. And they said they had people that, that was going to record it. They also said they was going to get him the full recording. So understanding, right. like, let's just say me and you uh, don't really trust each other much. He getting naked in the booth, y'all. Uh, pause. <laughs> let's say me and you don't really trust each other much, right? Okay. But we decide that we're going to, let's say, what's something that you like to do that I like to do? Other than for females. Bruh, next time you see a sentence like that, say that shit as fast as possible. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> but I'm married, so. Um, talk shit about Donald Trump? Talk shit about Donald Trump. So we decided we're going to have a talk shit about Donald Trump marathon because we like doing it so much. But we don't really trust each other. So I... Say, so we have to do a prenup, right? Like one of us is actually working for Donald Trump, but and we don't in know the who. prenup, that's one thing in there that you don't like. Like I say, the orange jokes are too much. Like we, everybody has heard the orange jokes for Donald Trump. We can't do any orange jokes. And you're like, yo, I have this one big orange joke I want to do, but we don't really trust each other. So I'm just being stubborn on that end. Nah, no orange jokes, man. And you're like, man, I'm going to do some orange jokes. Yeah, can't stop that's me. basically what Kaepernick and the NFL did. Like, I'm pretty sure they could have sat down at the table and got everything done with the waiver. Right. But the stubbornness between them two, because the NFL felt like we gave you the opportunity. I mean, we, we are recording this. We're going to give you all the unedited footage of the recording. You can do whatever you want to with it. We're going to send this also off to all 32 teams, even though, what, 24 teams were there, 23 teams were there? Yeah. All 23 of these teams are here. The teams that didn't make it, we're going to send it off to them, and every single team that we're here is going to get edited footage. So we're sending it to 32 teams. You have 27 teams that's going to see it live. This is as much as we could do. That, there's no need to have anything else. That's what they're saying. Right. Kaepernick said, ah, don't trust that. I want to make sure everyone gets to see it. And that's what that's where it was at. And, 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 and again, this is what this is why Colin Kaepernick is coming out. Um, despite what people say on TV, it's coming out in a positive light. Because if you were going to give me the footage anyway, why not let me just record it? What the hell was I going to do? No trust, man. But, okay, but again, what am I going to do? Am I going to have the cameraman just out of the blue just throw a camera at one of y'all ass? It's no trust. So if it's no trust there, then they're not going to trust. Even though there's on, on our side, there's nothing you can do. You also got to think about, first of all, this is a job interview. Mm-hmm. Same thing we were saying with Kavanaugh, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm going to bring stuff from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Kavanaugh, all of us were super duper upset 
when Kavanaugh sat down, started screaming at the people interviewing him for a job. Look at this fucking camera. <laughs> <laughs> He's screaming at him, and he starts talking about he likes beer, and he was um like he lost his cool. We could just say it, keep it simple. He lost his cool, and what what do you want out of a judge when he's sitting in front of you? You want to make sure your judge is going to be bipartisan. He's not going to lose his cool. And he demonstrated right there he cannot do any of that. Right. Right? So when it comes to this, it, this is a job interview. You have to make sure you can do the job. You cannot work, go to your job. You cannot go to a job interview. And they say, Prince, when this does this, how did this work? You're like, man, fuck all that. Um, We're not even going to talk about that. Let's talk about Beer. Donald Trump <laughs> on jazz. Like, like <laughs> this, this is this is this is what's going on. So you also got to take that into effect that you have, and, and and I have to preface this with saying that I have not watched a game of football since Colin Kaepernick did not have a job, and I've been on Kaepernick's team since the beginning. So all that this this is, that's coming out is actually me looking at the full picture of this, right? Right. So, um, you go into a job interview, you already accepted what you're going to do at a job interview. I understand the waiver, but you have to keep your word. Yeah. And then if you feel like that's not going to be, they're not going to treat you correctly, what you do is you find a way to make sure that day you were on your game. You went out to this interview. You did your best. If you want to make sure on that day that you accepted your interview, you did everything that you can to get that job, mm. right? That's what I'm looking at it at. And that's why I do not think Kaepernick did the right thing on that day. You're right in the vacuum. You're right if none of I'm this— looking at the big picture. Yeah, I get you. So. I get what you're saying. Like, you're right in the vacuum. Stephen A. Smith is right in a vacuum. The problem is... I don't like what Stephen A. Smith says. But you kind of echo the sentiment a little bit, though. <laughs> in a different way. But yeah, okay. You're both right in the vacuum. The problem is, in context, Colin Kaepernick is kind of right not to trust these motherfuckers. He's right not to trust them. Right. But he gave them his word he was going to be there and work out. Yeah, but that the word... thing... But remember what I said, though. That waiver, they snuck that waiver in on him. No, no, they gave him that waiver the same day. They gave him that same day. But what I'm saying is, he had it's, it's unusual let's conditions. Just say, let's let's say that the waiver didn't get to him till Tuesday. You have right. Wednesday, you have Thursday, you have Friday, you have Saturday. He has lawyers. In four days, they could have. So whenever you send in a, uh, like you remember when we did our contracts? Yeah. Right. I sent you over a contract. What did I say? Uh, you said this was everything that's in it. Um, I can't remember. Read through the contract. Read through the contract, yeah. Anything oh, that you need to change in the contract, let me know. We will start working on the contract. That this oh, is you not you the final. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is not okay, the yeah, final contract. We need to go through the contract. Um, this is what I'm thinking. When you need to change stuff, the stuff that you're going to change, let me know. We will rewrite it. We'll get back to it, and we'll meet in the middle somewhere, right? Right. That's what contracts are for. Like, when you get your, when you sign on to a job, 
if you're signing on to, if you're not going to, well, even even <clears throat> even if you're going to work at Burger King for seven dollars and twenty five cents an hour, because you want to flip Impossible Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> That he had one, apparently. <laughs> Even if that's what you want to do, they're going to list up there, pay per hour, $7.25, right? You can go to that interview. I, I would do this one better. I'd do an exact situation that I did. When I got out of the Navy, I didn't want to actually have a real job for like a year. I wanted to go a full year without having a real job and work on my music stuff. But I got bored. Right. <laughs> so... I put in during Christmas time to go work at uh, Best Buy. Yeah. Best Buy as a cashier. And I put in for Geek Squad and Best Buy. So I got to sit there at Best Buy. I walked in there. Um, they asked me, the, the pay was $7.25, I think, because I think it's been $7.25 for a long ass time, right? Sorry, minimum wage? Minimum wage been $7.25 so, for yeah. a long ass time. So the reason why I don't know what seven twenty what minimum wage was then was because when they asked me how much I wanted to be paid an hour, I said $10. Yeah. And they looked at me like I was silly. And I, they was like, whoa, so minimum wage is seven twenty five. I was like, yeah, but this is what you're going to get. This is what type of person I am. And you are always going to be able to call me and I'm going to come in. Yeah. But I would do it for ten dollars an hour. I would not do it for seven twenty five. Seven twenty five, you get seven twenty five. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they hired me, and I did everything I said I was gonna do. Yeah. Whenever they called me to come in, because they couldn't get anybody else, they knew I was gonna call some more. But they yeah. called me first because there was nobody that was gonna do my job. The I was a fucking cashier. Yeah. And I was famous. <laughs> not not famous. I was uh you was well known. I was locally famous. I yeah. was like well known, popular. So motherfuckers walking through that store like holiday is working at the Best Buy and I'm in there like, What's up, dudes? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. But but yeah, so But you negotiated that. You negotiate. In good you're faith. supposed to negotiate contracts. Contracts are not to be signed the first time you see one. You don't go out and buy a car for the sticker price. You talk them people down to what you want to talk to. You know what is a great example of this? Kingslayer. Yeah. Game of Thrones. He, and follow me on this now, everybody. Yeah, nerds. All right. Jamie Lannister. Fucking nerds. Jamie Lannister swore an oath to protect the king at all costs. Right. Right. Right? That oath was made with the promise that the king would not freak the fuck out and try to kill everybody, including Jamie's own father. Right, right. All right. King broke his oath to you by freaking out. That that absolves you from the oath, right? Yeah. So all negotiation, all negotiation assumes that both companies are operating in good faith. When one company doesn't, allegedly, then the other company it, they can they're free to do what they choose. Like again, that is that waiver isn't the not free. The waiver really isn't the problem. The waiver is apparently allegedly they got tried to get it in there on the slick tip. No, not if they send it to you on a Tuesday. Right, what I'm saying is... They, they, they probably send it to them on Monday, but now if they send it to you on Tuesday, if you have your lawyers looking at it, when they're supposed... If they send it to you on a Tuesday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and you don't even get a lawyer to look at it till Wednesday, <laughs> you still have a lawyer looking at it Wednesday, they can go over a whole contract because they have staffs. Those, those lawyers, those agents and all that, they got staffs. So if they have Wednesday to look at it, you can do everything you need to do and send it back. 
and then they'll do what they need to do to send it back. So when they send it out of their contract, it's not a sneak tip. They're not sending it out of the contract to say, with, they're not redacting the contract when they send it to you, basically. Right. They're not sending you a contract that says Colin Kaepernick and then a bunch of black bars. Okay. <laughs> right. And, and then a sticky note that said, you'll see the real words whenever you come sit down with us on Saturday morning. Apparently, no, that's not what happened. Apparently, that's how Don King negotiated. <laughs> you ever seen, um, I don't know if anyone ever seen that movie back in the day on HBO. I think it came out in 97. Ving Rhames masterfully played Don King. Um, dude would hand you a contract, right? Right. It was basically just the the, the line for your names, your name and his name. Mm-hmm. And I think it was George Foreman was one of the, George Foreman, yeah, I think it was George yeah, Foreman for the Ali Tyson fight. Too. He um, right. He handed George Foreman a blank contract, and he was like, "I feel that shit in later." Right? Yeah. No, he was. Yeah. Don't worry about it. We feel rested in later. Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Who the fuck signs with this dude on some nonsense like that?" Dog, I'm so. I was so. Um. I was so shocked that he was so upfront about how dirty he was. Because it makes people trust you. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man. So, I don't think they... So, I'm, I have to go by my opinion from what I yeah, know okay. about the business side of things. There's, I don't think there's any way they would have snuck a contract into them like that. Because they had to send it to them. It's been proof they sent it to them several days ahead of time. We got to consider this, too. Apparently, that contract is standard. Not the one that he got. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So think about it. If you send me a contract that's usually standardized and then you somehow change language in the contract and don't tell me, like what if he was stupid enough to actually re- like not read the contract and say, oh, this is a typical contract. Oh, that was stupid, man. That's it. Yeah, but, so he was smart enough to read it. That's what I'm yeah. saying. So knowing that the lawyers say, no, it'll be my practice to get him to sign it as it was written. All lawyers also say, because lawyers know lawyers negotiate. Yeah. In the NFL... And I, I'm going to say it like this. Like, I don't do anybody that I contract with like this because any anything in entertainment, especially if you live in Hollywood or anything like that, that shit is very – it's all fucked up because they're, everybody's trying to get you for shit. Yeah. So you have um, – so when they send the initial contract, the initial contract, it might say shit. We'll, we'll, we'll do it like a car, like a sticker price on the car. You're gonna go walk in there. You see the sticker price on the car it says thirty two thousand dollars, and you do you take your little calculator and you do thirty two, and you thinking in your head how much you want to pay per month on this, and you see it, you click, click it in, click 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 it click, and without APR you're paying somewhere around I don't know five hundred dollars a month somewhere. Let's see. We'll do this quickly. Well, how long is the loan for? I'm 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 just gonna say three years. Okay. How long? How much does people usually do their loans for? Uh, when I was in that in that field, um, if you had really good credit, they can give you six or seven years. So hell no, nobody should ever take out a loan for a car for seven years. Um, well, a used car, we'll say that. Yeah, no, no, that's when I was at. Um, can I say Toyota on this? I guess I already said this shit. Fuck. Um, the 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 dealership I was at, they actually sold new cars. Um. So yeah, if you had like real, real good credit, you can get a six or seven right. year loan. So I did a five year loan, five thirty three before APR. So when you talk to the guy 
they're going to be like, how much can you afford a month, right? And you're going to tell them, well, I can afford about 500 a month. And then they're going to say, because you're trying to sandbag them a little bit because you're going to start off trying to drop the price a little bit. Yeah. And they're going to say, okay, go sit in this chair. They're going to make that first contract. They don't want, they know you're not going to take it. Yeah. But they go exactly walk out there. You say 500 a month is what you can afford. They're going to walk back out there with something. They say something like 625, 700, 625, 650. Yeah. And it's going to be like 24 APR, 24% APR. Like something stupid and crazy. Yeah. And then you're going to look at them. I, I have good credit. They've done this to me. <laughs> and you go look at them motherfuckers and be like, it's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. All right? And then they go say, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go. And then they're going to go and play the waiting game, sit down, make you wait, and then come back with um, 575 with uh, 15% interest. And then you go throw a telephone book at them. Yeah. Right? I mean, my last purchase of a vehicle didn't go anything like that because I, I didn't even play with them at all. But, um, you know, what's interesting about that. What that only happens in the car business, the whole let them wait, let them marinate thing. Mm-hmm. I'm in the I, I'm still in sales, but I'm in a, a corporate environment. Um, like I'm not like high end corporate, like I'm not like a mid level guy or anything like that, right? Um, but they are so. What where I work at, they're they're so twitchy about sales. Mm-hmm. Like you got to be with the customer every second. Like no, sometimes you got to give the customer the number, let them think about it, so they can realize they're being a dumbass about fighting about this number. Yeah, sometimes, and that that's um that's the way they do it there because uh what you call them people um pyramid schemers, the yeah. multi level marketing. Um, so that's built off like most businesses are built off of, but it's basically harass the customer before they could think about it and make them sign something. Yeah. Like yeah. give them a second to think about one, like 150 or whatever. So in my sales industry, the sales I used to do when I used to sell sex workers, um, <laughs> it's just a price and you pay that price and there is like, it's just a price through the whole hood. So yeah. everybody knows the price. They know to come through with the money. There's so no negotiating on no price. Think so you used to sell sex workers, allegedly, of course. Yeah. Allegedly, I used to sell sex workers. But I don't know. <laughs> My thing is, okay, again, a lot of that is right in the vacuum. But NFL has too much bad history with this guy. Yeah, so it goes to bad history, but it also goes to business practices. You so and Actually, this is why, and as the guy that has not watched football since I don't know, it's been this is year three, I think. Twenty sixteen. Yeah, I gave him three years, yeah. and I already said that I was going to watch football maybe on next year, but I've been away from it for so long, I don't even know if I'm going to. Three years going by fast, too. Yeah. But <clears throat> I've been away from it for so long, I don't even know if I'm going to be watching it next year. But um, you know what I was going to say is we have you have a lot of things coming to a point. So I have to go by the the biggest thing I go by – and I, I do this with everybody. Like, what did you say? What is your word? Yeah. Um, when it comes down to it, you're man of your word, right? Yeah. We have to go by what people's word are. Um yes. and I commend him for kneeling. I commend him for um not backing down when it comes to that. But dude, you wanna play football. You wanna play football and you already said that you wanna play football. What it seems like now that he's doing is He's putting on a show for people that don't give a fuck about him anyway. 
So <laughs> overall, so you have the select few people that, like me, have not watched football because he does not have the job. But you also have all these people standing for Colin Kaepernick. Oh, Colin Kaepernick should have a job. Colin Kaepernick, but they don't. They're still gonna go support and give the the NFL money. They're gonna watch the games. They're gonna buy merchandise. They're gonna be at the Super Bowl. They're gonna be doing halftime shows. And I'm, I'm not talking about little people like us. I'm talking about bigger people like um, celebrities and all that stuff. They don't give a fuck about Kaepernick like that. Hmm. Like Kaepernick's not out there playing football, so they don't give a fuck about him like that. They just give a fuck about the cause. But when it comes down to the individual, Colin Kaepernick. Don't give a fuck about that because they're out there showing they don't give a fuck because they're watching football. They're buying merchandise. They're taking money and doing halftime shows. He's out here putting on a cape. So you're talking about people. For who, people you're talking about people who are doing business with the NFL. They're doing business with the NFL, okay. but they're still standing for cap. I mean, I'm, what I'm saying is the making distinction. About, I'm talking about like the people. I'm, I'm not. This, I'm talking you're not talking about, about the consumers. You're talking yeah, about partnerships. I'm talking yeah. about them more than I'm talking about the consumers. The consumers. And he does this for the consumers anyway because he's doing this for everybody. Right. And the consumers are doing the same thing, but I'm looking at the people that take this money from the NFL to yeah. promote them and doing all this stuff too. But I feel like he is, he's doing this stuff for people that don't really give a fuck because everybody wanted to, the people that really give a fuck yesterday on Saturday, they wanted to see him practice. They wanted to see him get an opportunity to play in the NFL. And as a job interview, he should have took that chance and just did what the fuck he was supposed to do. Now, I'm going to say this. If I was in his situation, and this is another thing. He has lawyers. He has smart people around. He's smart himself. Mm-hmm. Do the practice. You'll be done with the practice 1 or 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Do that same practice that you just did on YouTube Live. Give it an hour. You get, you get the rest. Drink you some Gatorade. You ain't played in three years. You're not getting tackled. You already threw, I think they say he threw like 40-something passes. A game's worth, yeah. Yeah, so you take that rest, and you just fuck around and go do some tour day. Go there and do 40-something more passes. The same 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 routine. Hmm. And think- what that does is that shows, hey, on this day, I did this practice to show y'all I'm ready. I've been ready. Same thing he said at the end. Yeah. I've been ready for three years. I've been denied the opportunity to work for three years. Yeah. He do that for the NFL. Then he goes and does his own practice. Hey, when I did this, my first practice was with the NFL doing close door. I wanted transparency to show y'all that I could still throw a football, that I could still play football. So I came and did a live practice as well. So y'all could see that on this day, I was in this type of shape. I could throw the football and all this. But you know people are going to ask to see that other workout too. So? So that's just it? Like you're going to let the NFL have their secrets? It doesn't matter. So (laughs) the NFL could see that other workout. One workout preceded the other. Uh Uh-huh. Right? So, I mean, you – the guy hadn't worked. The guy hadn't really worked in three. He sees him working up, but really hadn't done anything like that in three years. So I gotta imagine those two workouts may look a little different. They will look different, and the workout that he does with the NFL might be the better workout. But what it shows is, when it comes to that workout, 
You, somebody got to give. Somebody got to give. Yeah. Somebody got to take. So, and on that note, the question I have for the internet, I'm not internet, the, um, the NFL, mm-hmm. really is this: Aren't you tired of being the bad guy? Nah, they're never. They're billionaires. They don't give a fuck. But, but, come on, man. <laughs> at some point, no, man, they don't see bad guy. They some, don't give a fuck, man. At some point, you gotta understand. Like Nike, Nike said, "Fuck that." We see who the villains are in this situation, so we're gonna side with Colin Kaepernick. Nike was smart in that, but they have an NFL contract. Yeah, but they already got NFL money. Yeah, but Nike said, "Fuck it." Listen, we see where the wind is blowing in this country. Yeah, they also, want to be on the right side of history. Also, the NFL, for me, the cerebral part, the cerebral part of me thinks that the NFL handled this entire entire situation poorly. Like, you know what they should have done? Instead of, as Shannon Sharp say, white ballers, man. What? I would have found some nothing happening team. We all know that's the Jacksonville Jaguars. Tell, hey, out of Godell, out of play, hey, y'all sign this guy. You ain't even got to fucking play him. Sign him. Get him on his team. You guys have nobody here to cheer for you any fucking way. And let's keep rolling. And you know what? You guys might eat some shit for a while. Jacksonville will be in the Super Bowl. <laughs> you guys might eat some shit for a while, but we'll cover you because, you know, we need we need to not look bad here. They could definitely do that. That's not in the scenario this weekend. <laughs> right. But, yeah, they can, they can do that. They could do yeah. that. They could have did that every single year. But yeah. when they had Colin Kaepernick ready to play and they decided – to call uh, Jay Cutler from the exactly, booth. exactly. And Jay Cutler said on the thing, "Hey, they said ten million dollars. So I'm not in shape. Don't and feel like playing. But ten million dollars, I'm playing." The second if he I was, said that, if I was commissioner <laughs> of the league, the second I saw that shit, I'd have said nope. Like mm-hmm. they put in paperwork to get Cutler, and no, yeah. you signed Colin Kaepernick. Nah, he said that, and. Was able to work in the NFL while Colin Kaepernick was sitting on his ass. Yeah, and that's and that's just me. If I was somebody who thought about this shit as the head of the league, I mean, it was it was a simple fix. Yeah, you know, half the quarterbacks in the league couldn't make that pass that he made, that that fifty yard bomb that he threw. The one on with that Saturday. guy, the one with the guy stuck his arm out in the end zone for no fucking reason at all. Did you <laughs> see that one? Yeah. Oh, like what are you doing, bro? See, that's why you're not in the league right now. Well, goofy shit like that. Well, yeah. But that's who we want to hear his receipts. But yeah, I, I fully think um I don't I'm gonna say both sides fucked up. I'm gonna say Collins should have did I think Collins should have handled it a whole different way. I also think it's more Colin Kaepernick's fault that it didn't go right on Saturday than it is the NFL. If I had to label On Saturday. Right. Now everything else it shows the NFL fault. Yeah, because I want to say NF, the NF, the NFL fucked up from jump, and everything snowballed from there. And, and you know the sad thing that I was hearing? I was hearing that that Saturday meeting was behind. I'm not going to say Jay-Z, but Jay-Z, yeah. um, I know there's a— <laughs> It's your boy. It was saying that it was a bunch of, a, of black people in the league that put a neck on the line to get that to happen. So he basically spit on all them. I wouldn't say put your neck. But on. I might be. I wouldn't say put your neck on the line. NFL put out there. I wouldn't say put your neck on the line because it ain't like he got the job. Putting your neck on the line is like he he got the job and he just 
like somehow burn the stadium down. Now, it, now let's. We, it's about time to close up. But Stephen A. Smith Ooh. said, uh, "You see what T.O. said to him earlier today?" No, I did not. T.O. <laughs> <laughs> I did not. Tell me that after this, though. <laughs> Stephen A. Smith said that there was two teams that was really looking at signing him. Now, if that is true, and you know that is true, I'm saying if that is true, and if you know that is a high possibility that just showing up at that workout, you got signed. You're gonna get signed to one of two teams. Does that make a difference in what you think? If I considering that as red, the NFL should have just made that clear to him. Said, listen, you show up to this workout, man. You got a job. That's all you got to well, do. Well, you know, that's also a reason why they couldn't be so transparent up front because they also have, you have, um, you know, they put out word Donald Trump explicitly does not want him signed. This is, see, you assume that I, you, you assume that they announced that to the world. Like, you don't have to announce every damn thing. You could have just said, hey, guys, remember when we first, remember, because my, my initial thought was that this was covered for a team that wanted to sign him, but didn't want to deal with the bullshit of actually looking at him yeah, indiv- individually. you know that journalists I put out there, I mean, some people feed journalists information. Yeah. I think they fed, I think they fed Stephen Smith the information when it comes to that. I would, well, cause Max, because Max, Max did get his ass again with that. <laughs> like he, Stephen had a bad week, man. <laughs> what What did T.O. say? T.O. said, man, right now, Max act like, right now Max is blacker than you. Oh. <laughs> on TV. <laughs> right there face to face with him? Right. He What's wasn't it? in the studio, but it was like, he was on the satellite feed, yeah. Oh. Um, Max got his ass the day before, cause Max, that same shit that T.O., um, Stephen keeps talking about, mm-hmm. Max is straight up said, they lied to you. I was like, fuck Steven. They damn, man. <laughs> yeah, they haven't beef with that though. That that's cool. But I, I that's that's one of the reasons why I like first take like that, because they they can completely disagree. Even with Skip and uh um Shannon. Yeah. No, Skip. Skip and just Skip. Yeah. When Skip was with uh, Oh, he was Steve on first May. take, yeah. Yeah, they was um they could beef. They and they could get in it. But I don't know. I like I I watch first take more now because undisputed man. I cannot. I can. I know they talk about LeBron and the Cowboys. James. Like every every topic, they somehow bring up the Cowboys so, or LeBron. So I don't give a fuck about the Cowboys, but no one does. Um, no one important does. Because that nigga keeps saying Goat James up on that shit. I I do watch it on YouTube all the time. Yeah, I watch clips. This is fine, like the segments when they ain't talking about LeBron. But well, I don't watch anything NFL. So as soon as they start talking about NFL, so it sometimes I do check in on Cam though. They could be talking about they could be talking about the NBA, and the subject could be the Boston Celtics, and somehow one of them brings up LeBron James, and I'm like, bro, there's like 29 other teams in this league. Maybe I want to know what's going on with Sacramento. Uh, what's that dude? Luka Doncic? Luka yeah. Doncic? Doncic. I think his name is. Luka Doncic? Yeah. Uh, that motherfucker is good. Apparently. I hope he break his leg or something. <laughs> no, I'm joking. And that dude white, so... If he, <laughs> if he fuck I don't know around, why that dude left us now. If he fuck around and, and he can keep doing what he doing and he becomes the next uh, superstar, yeah, it's going to be crazy. Think he's going to be bigger than Dirk? I think if he becomes the next superstar, he's going to become the next LeBron. You think so? Next LeBron. 
because what they've been doing is over since they played each other in that one game, they've been comparing them basically every night. Okay, so when you said next to Braun, are you saying that as far as his actual physical ability or is the fact that how they hyping him up? I'm saying he's going to be on the level of LeBron James as a superstar. But, and they have similar games this year. But will he be as good, like gifted as no, LeBron? No, nobody's going to be that gifted for that long. Not even those, not even Zion? Oh, yeah, you need to fucking start paying attention to the shit that I put out on the Straction Network because I wrote a whole thing about Zion. I wrote a whole editorial about Zion saying that Zion is going to be the next Greg Oden. No. Unless... Man. Unless no, they man. do something. Don't put that, don't, don't put that nah. even on Zion. He's from, he from the state, man. I, I know. If they do not do something drastic like put Vince Young on the team and have Vince Young mentor him and also have him drop weight. Yeah, I think he should drop weight. Yeah. He's going to have a very short career. You know what, man? Above Vince Young. For the love of God, would somebody please trade this man to the Lakers or the Clippers? I got to see Vince get a ring, man. He deserves Vince, it. Vince don't want a ring. He ain't getting one. Vince, come on, man. Vince this is... lost out on his chance to get a ring in Toronto when he basically stunk it up and couldn't. Well, I, I forgot what year that was, but he stunk it up then couldn't get out. Listen, man, you know no, you know how back far back I go with the Vince Carter thing? When niggas jumped on Kobe, the Kobe bandwagon, as the next Jordan, I yeah. was with Vince, man. When he was Vince was more Vince is more of an athlete. Vince yeah. is probably a better athlete right now than most of the league. I'm gonna say most of the league. I ain't gonna say half the league, but most of the league. Most of the league. That nigga can still dunk. I can see that with no problems. I I, I can see that because of the way the game is played. Mm-hmm. Like you don't have to be overpowering, overpoweringly athletic anymore. Well, and I mean, he, I mean. He could dunk with no problems now, but he ain't jumping with his chest above the rim no more. <laughs> right. <laughs> but because back then cats didn't just jack up threes a hundred times a game. Mm-hmm. Like you actually took it to the hole, had to jump over people, yeah. go around people. Yeah. Vince Carter game is not appreciated no more. No. <laughs> All this, what it's gonna take? That's that's why Carmelo Anthony ain't got no spot because Carmel them mid range shooters. All of them. Yeah. Either you had to learn how to take like six steps back, or you gonna be out of the game soon. I told the guy on, on Twitter, man, this is why this that's Zoe's problem. Everybody wants Steph Curry at point guard when that's unrealistic. Steph is all in general. Steph, the only reason why that team could do this, do what they did, is because Steph and Clay are all time great shooters. Yeah. All right. Not every point guard is going to be Steph Curry. Not everybody can shoot well, let alone shoot like he can shoot. Right. You know, guy like OG point guards allow you to have guys on the court who can't get their own shot, but can do other things well, like rim protectors, mm-hmm. rim the defenders. Think about Patrick Beverly if he had like a, a OG point guard. Yeah, he probably averages. I don't know if he averages now, but he probably have six or seven more points than he does right now. So which like, team you think is better right now with Paul George back? I always thought the Clippers going to beat the Lakers. You do. Um, so yeah. I have to actually see. Because I, I I don't think everybody's right with this prediction, saying that the Clippers got a deeper bench. I think the Lakers have a better bench. I think the Clippers have – the Clippers are going to have a mental edge. The Clippers, the Clippers are just a meaner team. LeBron doesn't do well with mean teams. So I think the Clippers are more focused on defense. 
Yeah. And that's go fuck with LeBron. Yeah. Um, but I also think I don't see nothing stopping Anthony Davis, man. Anthony Davis will stop himself. I don't see nothing stopping Anthony Davis in a mind you this a now. close game. Mind you this. As far as where the Clippers and the Lakers should logically meet in the playoffs, I don't think Anthony Davis ever got that far. What do you think they're going to meet? I think all things being, if everything happens the way it should, they should meet in the, uh, in the conference finals. They're not going to meet in the conference finals. I don't know why. Right. So, so who's taking the second seed then? Second seed will be, I don't know who the second seed is going to be because everything is so close and tight in the West You got West Portland and Houston. Here's the thing. Do you see that LeVar, Le- I'm about to say LeVar Burton. Um, <laughs> you see that Kawhi Leonard can't play Wait, back-to-back time games. Time out, time out. <laughs> Wait, that's what you was talking, that's how he was getting at Kawhi Leonard? Yeah. I thought you was going to get like LeVar Burton, like LeVar Ball, Lonzo Ball. Nah. I thought that's where you were going uh, with that. You see how um, Kawhi Leonard cannot play back-to-back games yet. Yeah. On top of that, He's already missed like thirty percent of the games. Mm-hmm. And this is starting at the beginning of the year, man. Um, okay, well, if they're trying, they're gonna. I, there's something going on there, and I don't think because he cannot keep playing, I don't think they're gonna be a top two seed. I think they're gonna be somewhere around six or seven seed. Well, my prediction is not prediction, but my thinking is. The earlier they meet the Clippers in the playoffs, the better it's going to be for Anthony Davis. Because this is his first. I'm assuming the Lakers are going to go far. I think Anthony Davis ready, man. I don't know. I think he's ready. And you want to know how I – I think he's ready because he has. I mean, I don't think he will be ready if he was still on the Pelicans. I think he's ready because he has another superstar. He has – Shit, a team. He had a second of, superstar with um, Boogie Cousins, Demarcus Cousins, the one that got hurt at the end of the year. Didn't they make the playoffs together? Nah, Boogie ain't playing the playoffs last year. Talk about with Anthony Davis. Nah, they didn't play in the playoffs together. Okay, if they did, he got hurt in the first round or something. Okay, so but yeah, it was um yeah he he never played with another superstar and Boogie I think it's a uh, what you call them people all star. I don't think you're a superstar. LeBron's a superstar. Now, that's a team full of all-stars, though. Yeah. So, I think – I don't think – with two superstars on that team, I don't I don't see Kawhi – I don't see in Kawhi what y'all see in Kawhi. I think he's very good on defense. And I think the reason why he sits out is because he has weaknesses he don't want people to find, so he try to make sure he's as close to 100% as possible before he jumps out there. Okay. So, um, that's what I think about Kawhi. Paul George, I don't every, I I've I could kinda see it, but I think he's gonna be the X factor, you know why? Yeah. Because he's gonna be the only player out of those four that are never gonna see each other on the court like that. Like I don't think LeBron's gonna I don't think LeBron's gonna guard him, I think LeBron's gonna guard Kawhi. And Anthony Davis is of course playing five, so he's yeah, not gonna see the one of them. Wonder why. Right. Because Kawhi, his efficiency ain't even that good when yeah. it comes to. I mean, he has the hardest still, a cold, whatever. Yeah, but I, I haven't gotten a good look at the Lakers this year yet. But I don't think there's anybody on the Lakers team that's going to be able to guard 
Paul George. So I think the X factor for both teams is Paul George. Is, is the sec, is their second player? How tall is Paul George? Like six eight. Because I think he, I think he should be a small forward. All right, we'll we'll figure that out. Anyway, Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> um, so final thoughts. Somebody sign this man. Steelers sign this man. Look, I mean Mason Rudolph, who allegedly said something. I don't know because it said something to Miles Garrett to get whacked in the head like that. Um, even without that being the case, I don't know if he's if he's ever gonna be it. He ain't it yet. And we could use the insurance policy because we got a chance to get into the playoffs. And also, the league has changed. The league is now suited for Colin Kaepernick's skill set. So all those white supremacists who keep pushing that false narrative that he was bad his last year, although the man was actually fucking good considering how bad the team was, um, this is built for him now. It's all for him now. Uh, are you done? Yeah, I'm done. All right, so I, I think the league also, was built for him back then because um, – the same time they were saying that Colin Kaepernick was no good, he was injured when he was playing. Yeah. When, and then you When have, he got healthy, he was right, though. Uh, the same as that. So during the time he was in that league, you had Colin Kaepernick, you had Cam Newton, you had RG3, you had who else? Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. You had you had about six quarterbacks in the league Vic doing was the, in the league. same Vic, exact, Vic yeah, was in the Vic league. was in with the Steelers, right? Um, no, he was the Eagles, and then, then he came to us. Yeah, and then I don't know who else, but anyway, you had already a fifth of the league ish already. But that was despite the league, though. Yeah, but the, the, you, it was already seen that it could work. They was like, oh no, you can't have two different types of quarterbacks in one. And then they actually had uh, they had the reverse thing. They had. Uh, a record like was it Cole, C O K O L B that backed up Vic in Philly, Foles, Foles or something like that. Yeah, the, they're uh, not the same quarterback. Yeah, no, that's yeah, that's the same guy. He been he was in Philly twice. No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, that's not the same type of quarterback as Vic was when Vic. Oh, okay, you yeah, like you can't have a traditional quarterback yeah. and a and a mobile quarterback. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. You had a traditional quarterback backing up Cam Newton. You had a traditional quarterback backing up RG three, but. And these systems, oh, you can't run it. Nah. So the narrative is all, it's just like now with um, Cheeto, Orange Man Cheeto in, in the in the booth right now, um, trying to get out. They they just, they want to change the narrative. Um, but you can't change the narrative when the proof is right there. Yeah. The only way they do it, they keep saying this, and then the right people are going to write history. But, the the people that support that is going to write the history, mm-hmm. and that's what people are going to remember. That's all it is. You keep saying things until nobody can remember anymore, and the history could be rewritten. Yeah, that's why Obama's out of office right now, and they keep saying things and trying to make him seem like he wasn't that good of a president. I think uh, when yeah. uh, when considering the situation, he was yeah. actually pretty good. I yeah. mean, it ain't considering the situation. He was one of the best presidents we ever had. Period. So. <laughs> Even with the situation, even though, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna let you have that one. I'm gonna, no, 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 I'm gonna go ahead and say this. 2014, I've said it before. Barack Obama went on a tour around the whole nation and said, hey, this is what's gonna happen. We're gonna have 
all these seats for the Democrats go up for election. If you do not go out and vote, all these seats is going to be turned. If all these seats go be turned, the House and the Senate will then be Republican. And I will not be able to do anything. Black people, people of color, minorities, Democratic people, y'all usually do not vote during the midterms. I really need y'all to get up off your asses and go vote. And then we proceeded to have one of the lowest turnout periods ever in October 2014. Mm -hmm. And everything turned red. And then we continued it with the lowest turnout ever for a presidential election in 16. And we got Trump in office. So, even with all that said, (laughs) and history will probably rewrite that because I hear nobody talking about it. A whole, a whole president of the United States went on a tour to bad black people to go out there and vote. None of them went and voted. I ain't going to say none. I was out there, and I didn't see another black face out there when I went and voted. <laughs> if you saw the way his head just twisted. Because <laughs> no, that pisses me off because right now all these people all these people are complaining. I'm not talking about present company because I don't know what you was doing back then. Everybody has different things, but... Not, there cannot be that many people that had something to do on that day and not and go don't push complain. a button in a booth. And even though I don't really complain. Yeah. But, yeah, but there are people that complain about it and complain every day that I'm they like, go I'm like, man, listen, I'm a black man in America. This dude does not make my life any worse than it already is. Oh, man. But, you know, you know, if we was able to, yeah, I mean, it don't make it worse, but, you know, if we was able to keep those, keep the House, keep the Senate blue. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. In context, got to put it in, put everything in context. I understand your absolutism. What LeBron? What uh, I'm about to say, LeBron? What Barack and how great he was. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, if you, but if you put it in context, it actually makes the legend even more powerful. Because this man was surrounded by enemies and still did the work he did. Yeah, he was. He really was surrounded by enemies, and was able to get shit done. You know what's fucked up though? I just realized who he started need- the whole party, the Tea Party and GOP and all that. It started with him being elected president. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's the level I want to be on. Like, I'm so powerful that I just create yeah. enemy, powerful enemies. Yeah. But uh, I don't know if you saw my tweet the other day, but I just realized who. I'm not gonna say it on. I'm not gonna say it on on air. God, I don't want to influence anybody. Um, I just realized who I'm. You know, that's what you're here for, right? Supporting. You're supposed to be influencing people. I realize who I'm supporting in this presidential election, and I hate myself for it. Let me hear this one. In private. Because I don't know if I want anybody else to vote for this person. I don't know how I feel about it yet. All right, so I'm gonna tell you one person that I don't want anybody to vote for, and that's because it's a she. All right, it's because can this, I guess this person? No, 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 no. This person grew up in a cult. This is how we're gonna start this one. Is it the magic lady, the one uh, who's uh, actually kind of uh, cool? Uh, uh, uh. This person grew up in a cult. Is she still running? This person. Has she says she's not in this cult anymore, but the cult runs her um campaign, parts of her campaign for public the public um image part of her campaign. So they're doing the nah, this is um a cult, an actual cult. Scientology. Not, I'm talking about actual cult that um I, I get I get into it another. Anyway, let's let's keep it general. Okay. The person runs. This person is was in a cult. The people that runs that cult runs her 
um, the part of her campaign about her image and stuff. So, so she's still in the cult then? Yeah, she says she's not in the cult. She joined the military, right? Okay. Went off with the military, came back. Says she's a Democrat, but has all Republican views. As Obama was president, voted against Obama on almost everything, goes to visit dictators and supports dictators when a, when President Trump, Trump was elected president, tried to be in his cabinet, and has, has only been in the Democratic Party running for president because she has basically been degrading all the other candidates. And Kamala Harris actually called her out on the last night. I think I know you're talking about. I don't know her name. Tori Gabbard. That's the one now that that's the one she said Pete Buttigieg wasn't actually qualified, right? Yeah, she she's been saying a lot of shit. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, in the coat. Was in the coat. Like still is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's the one person that I would that's the only person on that stage. Well, there's nobody on that stage that I would not vote for if it was them and Trump. But I think a vote for her is a vote for Trump. Like, I think they're the same people. Okay. And and when you say that, um, when you put this person up against Trump, they don't look so bad, but it's kind of like, man, fuck. Like, if I just didn't know, like, their, 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 their record, I'd feel a lot better about it. And maybe that's a Democrat in me coming out. I, I, I'm, I'm a centrist, but, like, it's like... I mean, I'm not a religious person, but I was raised Christian. Mm-hmm. So sometimes that Christian come out of me. Oh, yeah. It's like that. I'm a centrist, but I was like, I grew up around liberals. So sometimes that liberal shit comes out of me. And yeah. that's on top of my feelings. But reason why I settled on this person was pure logic. Pure centric, centric logic is why I landed on this person. Because mm. this person, I think, is going to beat, they're going to beat Trump head to head. Oh. It, it, it's just the same one that the president is in trouble with because he tried to cheat on the future election by this guy. Uh, <laughs> but I confirm it or denying anything. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so I, I actually, I'm a, I don't know who you're voting for, uh, who you think you're voting for right now, but I think Biden is the best choice um, to beat Trump when it comes to beating Trump. Right now I support Kamala Harris. Yeah. And I'll keep supporting her till she's not in the race anymore. I don't think she's gonna make it past February, but I will continue to support her. And but I think when it comes down to it, the person that has the best chance to beat Trump will be on um, Biden. The second best will be Bernie Sanders. Hmm. I think that's because when it comes to the nation. Yeah. The nation does not want to, well, they, they don't want to vote for Trump, most people. Hmm. But if you put in certain, certain aspects up, they're going to go back and vote for Trump. If you put a female up, America is sexist. They're more sexist than they are racist. And, you know, and, that's and what it's I, been that way forever. And that's why I said when, when Obama ran, I know how I said it 2020. When Obama ran in 08, mm-hmm. I said that. I said, watch out for that guy because he he's talking a good game. And the one thing I know that runs as deep as racism, if not deeper, is sexism. Yeah. And I was like, because if he might be a black guy 
to those, those southern white guys when they were doing the primaries. But the the aspect of he he may be able to whoop my ass is a very powerful mindset. Mm-hmm. And then especially when you think about leadership, the Republicans really fucked up when they put Palin there. When they put Palin there, I knew it was over. Yeah, because yeah. She she really fucked McCain up. Mm-hmm. It, it's not anything like. I don't. I never even got to as stupid as that everybody was saying that she was, yeah. or the family, or anything like that. The very first thing I saw made, made up my mind for me because I don't think like that, but I know how everybody else think, and I knew that a woman in the oh, no, that ain't working. I knew when Hillary Clinton was running, I knew the reason why she wasn't getting elected every single time. <laughs> well, her problem is <laughs> no, it's a woman. Period. Well, that too, but you know her her chief problem. And this is gonna sound fuck up to say to people for people to say, and this but this is coming from an athletics background. She's she's a loser. You know how I know that? She's a winner. No, you know how I know she's a loser? Okay. She she went up against somebody who she should have beaten. Actually twice, because she should have all by all things be equal, she should have beat Barack in the primaries in 08. Mm-hmm. But I knew that wasn't coming. She should have she should have she should have ran away with the election with Trump. But she played it not to lose. She played it like she was scared to win. Okay. No, like it's like basically what she did was go prevent. If you follow football enough, uh-huh. she wouldn't prevent defense, and he ate up enough yards to actually kick that field goal. Mm-hmm. Plus, they cheated. But she let them get into a spot <laughs> where cheating they could cheat. If you Plus look at if you look at Barack's his elections, he never let it get that close. Nah. So, um, even though Russia cheated. And help Trump out during the election. It did not primarily change the election turnout. What did was sexism. But it was um, one thing that, and the biggest thing that she did not do was she did not campaign on Facebook. Right. And Facebook exactly. basically carried the elections in 2008. 2012 and 2016. Exactly, because, because she... even though... She didn't have that winner's mindset. Yeah, we're complaining about 2016, but the same tactics that was used on the red side was used on the blue side the prior to presidential elections. Answer me this question. Right. Okay, and then we got to wrap up. Do you think... If Kamala Harris was in her position, do you think Kamala Harris would have played that the same way? No. Exactly, because she she would have gone for the juggler. She wouldn't have let she would not have let Trump be in a position where that Russia shit would have affected anything. So the thing about Kamala Kamala Harris is, I think Kamala, Kamala I'm sorry, Kamala would have uh, attacked and kept attacking. And Kamala is smart enough to have campaigned on Facebook more. I'll say this: this person that I'm th- uh, that I'm I said it on isn't her. But you know why I do think she's a good choice, though, for black people? Why? Because I know that she knows that she needs us. I think, like, the reason why that's who I'm picking until she's there no more is I think that's the best choice for president, period, out of everybody that's up there. Other than me, I think I'm the best choice for president. But um, as far as up there, I would like for her to get signed, and I would like to work in her cabinet. Like I will work in her cabinet. You would, yeah. yeah. Um, but 
as far as the way America thinks and the way as, as far as I see America, mm-hmm. I think the best choice is Biden. I think I said this. I think she's a better choice than Cory Booker. I think she, you know what? Having said that, out of the people that I've seen up there, she is, she she might be a strong number two for me. All right. But we got to stay on subject. Right. So, <laughs> Colin, we sorry. Um, we're not sorry. We apologize. And it fell, stop running. All right. But um, Steelers stop running and sign Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, he's a Steelers fan. I I think. I tell you one thing. I tell you, I tell you one thing. Hey, 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 If if Colin Kaepernick was on that field Thursday night, Miles Garrett wouldn't have tried that shit. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about because I don't watch football. <laughs> um, so I hear that the Carolina Panthers are thinking about getting rid of Cam. So I and I've been saying this since the year he was out. Cam and Colin has a very similar game. The difference is Colin's a little quicker. Cam around the motherfucker over. Yeah. And Colin's a better passer. We think so? Colin's a way better passer than um uh, Kaepernick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Kaepernick is a way better passer than Cam Newton. Cam Newton's not a good passer, man. Have you have you seen him throw a football? Maybe mechanically he's not a good passer, but he throws for mm-hmm. a, like, a lot of yards. He throws for a lot of yards, but he is so Cam. He throws for a lot of yards because his bombs, his deep balls, yeah, are pretty decent. But that's only his deep balls. If he throws to you ten, twenty, thirty yards out, yeah, you're gonna have to jump to catch the ball because the ball, all his balls sell up. So he be throwing a Madden pass. Yeah. And he can throw a football like if he. There's been times I've seen him throw footballs where people had to basically drop to get it or jump to get it. Yeah. And then land in an awkward position where they have to drop to the ground, they get tagged down. Where any other quarterback would have threw it to him in stride, and they'll probably have a touchdown. Yeah, he be throwing a Madden pass. Yeah. So, Kaepernick, Kaepernick's a better pass. So I would think that he should go. Like I would definitely want him to have been. A Panther. Every every single year. I think but some people will say that he is one, a Panther. <laughs> whenever with them pushing out on Cam, with them trying to push out Cam. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that if he would have went to that thing, hopefully they could uh put Cam down, go back to the original game plan with Cap in, who's also a passer. Yeah. And then won a bunch of games this year. Cause I think the Panthers will win a bunch of games with Cap there. Yeah. And you don't have to change the offense up, yeah. So, um, anything you want to say? What what they, what can they find you? On Twitter, Manson Moose of the Seventh. And I am on Twitter as Holiday Thousand. You can also find me on IG at holiday.x. We're recording at Link's recording studio. You can follow that group and links. It's called uh it's facebook.com forward slash Lynch Recording Studios, L-Y-N-S. Like the animal. Yes. We also have our T-shirts up on distractionnetwork.com. There you'll be able to find those T-shirts. You'll be able to find the bands that we sell. Um, and every podcast, you can find our YouTube channel and our editorial session right there. All right. On www.distractionnetwork.com. Again, we are in hiatus, so 
This, this was, was a special, special episode. episode for you. Because some bullshit happened. <laughs> this was a, some bullshit happened episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we almost stayed on subject most of the time. So until next time, take care. Be safe. Holla. I'm focused on that finish line. Developing a strong mind. Years ago, they stopped making my kind. Yeah, I lose sleep, but it's all right because I'm on the grind.